You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique alvarez Clary, sponsored by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, we're back here on the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Um, I, we probably should disclose this, as this one might get a little heated here. Oh, this one's going to get testy. This, this one might get a little this heated. This one's going to get testy. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to keep myself composed. i got a lot to say. Really? But me and Strick will break it down. I'm going to keep myself composed. Because is, is this revolve, or in, re, in, re, uh, involving your tweet? Yes. Okay. Can we, can we, bring, can we start talking about it? Because you and I got into it a little bit. We, I mean, we did, didn't even but get into it. Like, I didn't, even, I didn't even see your tweet, and I'm upset. The I reason I don't want to do too much of a crossover, because I just need like 10 minutes to just rant. Do you want to do it now? You can rant now. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait. Okay. But basically... This is all I'll ask of, of Husker Nation. Let's just start thinking rationally. That's all I ask. That's all I ask. That's all I ask. <laughs> that makes sense. I That's feel, all I ask. Okay, Nate, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay as calm as I can be. I feel as if you are the irrational one in this situation. <laughs> I don't think so. I think there... Because, hold on. I need some depth on that. Hold on. Right. I feel as if you are the irrational one in this situation because your tweet said... Something around, you know, needing to score points to win and then trying to trying to rationalize how Nebraska losing this game after being up 10 to zero was a good thing because they showed progress being that they were a 15 point underdog against Minnesota. But you were leaving out the context of, again, Nebraska was up 10 nothing and Minnesota was on their backup quarterback. Right. And you allowed them to come back and win the game while also going three and out six straight six times, straight. not switching your quarterback despite not seeing any type of that. progress with the starting quarterback that you decided to start the game with. Having a running back who was damn near at 100 yards in the first half go Fair. radio silent in the second half. Having a receiving core who couldn't catch a cold or couldn't catch the ocean if they fell out of a boat. Easy, easy, Rico. Woo! They were terrible. I, and, they, and they will tell you the same thing. They were upset with themselves. Mm-hmm. They understand. Everything that was normally good about this Nebraska team was terrible. On Saturday, the defense played well enough to win, and they right. got left out to dry by the offense. Which the is the offense for the second week. The in a row. offensive line had a solid game, and you threw it away by not switching quarterbacks, despite your starter seeing ghosts. And Rico, you're you trying just told to me positive. Uh, no, hold on. You just told me no, positive. no, no, no. And you're trying to rationalize this I as being a good game for when Nebraska. When did I say good? When did I say I said there are positives, and you just said positives. You just said positives. I completely agree. Chubba Purdy, I told Strick this last week. He's bad, okay? He should have been out probably after the fourth drive. I said he had a short leash, and that leash was and that, longer for than For some reason, yeah. that leash he, he was leash. drive from here there to was Lincoln. No leash. I'm on the same Omaha. page. I said I was frustrated, and I was angry. But at the same time, there are positives, and you said the exact positives. This team showed progress. I'm not happy. No, no they didn't. And it's there was not a win. There was flashes. There was no. There, there wasn't any progress. Flashes. The defense looked great. The defense has looked. The defense, the defense looked great. The defense has looked solid ever since Bill Bush took over. Agreed. 
they played positive. they played well enough to win last week. They played well enough to win this week. Correct. That may be a positive, but that's just something that be, they've been doing. Is playing well enough to win still losing the yeah, game? Exactly. They've been doing that you play for four to win the say, game. They've they, been doing yes. that for four Bingo. years now. They've been playing well enough hey, to win you know where and losing. Though? Do you know the difference? Every though? single aspect of this Nebraska football you know team has though? had different games where they play well enough to win and still lose because the offense will show up one day, the defense will be radio silent. The off the defense will show up one day, the offense will be radio silent. Both will show up one day, and the special teams is a car crash that you're just watching on the interstate. The fact that this team still shows up week in and week out and competes is nothing short of a miracle. Tell them, Nate. This is That's a, a testament bad... to them being competitors. That's a testament to your exactly. interim head coach. And you know but what? being I'm a competitor okay is not good enough. You've been a competitor for four years. And you have you an have interim head coach who lost to Georgia win Southern. for four years, and you haven't done diddly Rico, squat. If Scott Frost was it's still the head coach, if Scott Frost was still the head coach, I am 100% with you. 1,000%. You have an interim head coach, a quarterback who can't play, and you lost to Georgia Southern this season. And you fired your defensive coordinator. The fact that this team shows up and can compete against a team that's going to win eight or nine games is nothing short of a miracle. Again, me and Strick will break it down, but I just have to rant because I think the expectations for this season are so unfair to Mickey Joseph right now. And what I saw on What's Twitter is absolutely egregious. The, absolutely no, no, no. What's the expectation? Because I can't tell the you what the expectation is. I think is to just compete and what, show up. What's the expectation at Nebraska? What is the standard at Nebraska? None of us have a damn there, clue. There is no standard. Then I'll we be none honest. Of us have with you. A, a damn clue what the identity, what the standard, there isn't what the one. expectation has been. Because there isn't one. You lost to Georgia Southern. So okay? let me inter- let me interject because I, I, I actually I, I absolutely think both of you have great points. But the fact of the matter is, and we need a station identification. Yeah, we do. Give let's go. Let's go ahead and uh, we'll pause ten seconds. This is Lincoln's home for sports talk on the FM dial. Also online at theticketfm.com. On the internet. KNTK FM Firth, 93.7 The Ticket. So I'm, I'm going to interject, and I'm just going to say this. I, I, I think both of you are absolutely right. And I also got to say, Nate, you have a point. But I also think that they made some mistakes in there that could have cost them a situation and to that you have to put the onus on the coach and the coaching staff in this specific instance because when you have six in a row leaving your defense out there and to hang on a line to dry in the in the burning heat I still think that's a travesty and that's a mistake that you have to attribute to Mickey on unfortunately and the because coaching staff made they mistakes they need look and, and listen Smothers had a few drop passes Purdy did too in the end zone they had situations to which they could have won that game. But here's the thing, and this is not on Bill Bush. Guys got to – I don't care how tired you are. There's come situations where you're just absolutely spent. But I'll tell you, in those situations, especially in basketball, we need one freaking stop. And we get this stop, we rebound this ball, we can win the freaking game. That's what it came down to, even at the end of the day. We need a freaking stop. And they let a guy – who they knew was going to get the freaking ball, mm-hmm. could not do anything to stop the man. And, look, you never want to leave it at the end of the game no. for that situation. There's all types of stuff that builds up to that. So I, I have to agree that, Nate, you do have a good point, but also you guys are absolutely right. There are things out there that you just can't say because there is no standard that has been established 
But I also not. think the standard for for Mickey, it's tough to place a standard on him, being that he also took Bingo. on. I, I think but, it's tough. Uh, and, Bingo. And, and I agree with that because it's unfair. Whoever the next head coach is, whoever the next head coach is, they're going to have the last seven years looming over their head. Bingo. And that's unfair, but that's the way it is. Not at Nebraska. Halfway through at a season. Auburn, everywhere. Halfway through is, a season. Yes. Not, no, because there's, no, head there's coach. no expectation with Mickey. There's no expectation. You obviously have an expectation. Oh, you can go look on Twitter right now Why? and because tell you there's plenty of expectations. Because we're pissed that they run the ball when you're running back at five plenty. and a half yards. And I said that yes. I'm pissed too. And I said that I actually, if you read it specifically, I said I'm frustrated and I'm angry too. But let's think about this in reality. You have an interim head coach. You were one and two. You fired your defensive coordinator. Half the guys on defense now are freshmen. Like, let's look at this rationally. But we're, we're, and think I'm, about this we're in reality. About this you had a, a no, no, hold on, hold on. We're talking, we're talking about this as a from a big picture perspective. You have, if you're Nebraska, you have nobody to blame but yourself, because you are the reason that there's freshmen playing on offense and on defense. You're the reason that the development has been booty cheeks the last seven How's years. It Mickey's fault. It's not Mickey's fault. It, Okay. That's why it's a Nebraska problem. <laughs> Look on Twitter you and you'll, uh, you'll see the exact opposite. I don't care what Twitter says. Fans, that's why I got I frustrated. Damn, the but fans that's why Twitter I'm has no say in this. But that's why I'm frustrated. If the fans had a say that in this, Urban Meyer would have been hired five weeks ago. That is why I'm frustrated. It's because I look on Twitter and I see everyone blaming Mickey Joseph, and I think it is the most unfair thing that I have ever seen in my life. It's, and given the circumstances, as, it comes I would with the say territory. he's done a phenomenal job. It comes with the territory of being a head coach at a Power 5 historic <laughs> university such coach? as Nebraska. Is he the head it's, coach? It's, it's seriously unfair, and I agree with you on that. It's unfair. Mickey Joseph shouldn't have these expectations. The fact that people are expecting him to win six games and get to a bowl game when those same people at the beginning of the season had this team pegged as a four or five win program, it's just it, it's asinine Bingo. and it doesn't make any sense to me. Bingo. But at the same time, he took over three, four weeks into the season – He's had he's had time to to make this team into his team. I understand these aren't his players, but and you know I don't really like you know bringing this guy up. But Urban Meyer said when he took over to Ohio State, now that I'm here, these are my players. I, these are my guys. I don't care if you want me to bring you know get the recruits, bring them in. These are my guys now. I have to figure out how to win with them. And he has Mickey Joseph and this staff has to do the same thing. Is it unfair because this team wasn't you know pegged to win six games this season? Yeah, it's completely unfair. But it's something that he knows he has to do. It comes with the territory, and that's what he has to do as the interim head coach is find ways to win the game. You got up 10-0 against this Minnesota team who then had to put in a backup quarterback. When that happens, you expect Nebraska to, to, to put this game away, salt this game away. You've got it. They've got a backup quarterback in. You let them score 20, what, 8, 17 unanswered points? Yeah, no, it would have been 20 unanswered 20 points, unanswered points 20 before you, you got your field got goal in at the end. At the end. Yeah. And you couldn't, you couldn't figure out a way to move the ball at all. And, yes, that's on the coaches, as Strick said, because some of the play calling was just dumb, and I don't understand some of it. Keeping but at the same time, the, the players need to make plays. At, 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 yeah. at, at, I, at a certain I, point in these games, the coaches can only do so much, and it's on the players to make plays. About. Oliver Martin should have caught that ball. I don't, I don't want to call anybody out. He should have caught that ball. Trey Palmer should have caught that ball at the end of the game. Travis Vogelick had two crucial drops that he should have caught. Many other players had crucial drops. Some of the running backs were reading holes wrong. Everybody is to blame for this game. Nobody is, is coming away from this scot-free. So the, the issue is, is on everybody. The onus is on everybody. You've got to go into this next game and you know, do your best in the big house. Because you're, you're, you're going off of, of you know, blowing a 10-point lead, and now you have to go to the number four team in the nation. Have fun. We'll, we'll get out of here in a second. I, 
it's as unfair as it is, and we all four of us agree, and a lot of the listeners will agree as well, that it is, it's unfair that Mickey's getting judged off of this roster in this season. But we also don't know everything that's going on behind the scenes. And Trev Alberts, as much as fans want to think that he's listening to them, he's not. Trev, Trev Alberts is, is figuring it out on his own, and there's a reason that he's in charge. So I, will, I would say that as well, that just because of whatever we see on Twitter, I, I know it's frustrating, I get that. Trev Alberts isn't looking at Twitter when he's deciding this. Right. Alabama, no, Alabama and, and Twitter wants to what, fire Nick Saban. Here's, here's what I would also Crazy. add. Yeah, that's insane. But here's what I would also Damn add. As much as, it, as, as much as unfair as it is, that is where we're at with college football as a whole, not even just Nebraska. It's wins and losses. Whoever the next head coach is, if they only win three games next year, you're going to say, well, maybe it wasn't as bad under Mickey Joseph as we thought. Or if Mickey Joseph wins three games next year in the first year, it's going to be maybe we should have never let Mickey Joseph. That's, you're always going to have that, especially at a place like Nebraska where the fan base is so passionate. So as unfair as it is, and it's very unfair, you're judged off of wins and losses. That's how, you determine, that's how it's determined whether or not you're a head coach at Nebraska or not. That, that's basically all it is. That's all it comes down to. Because you can want, I, you can want Mickey Joseph to the moon and back to be your head coach. But at the end of the day, from a business standpoint, which we all know money is the main driver, if he's not winning games, when he's interim or when no he's full. No one can full, fix this nonsense, dude. It doesn't matter who's the coach out there. No one can fix this. That's what I'm, you're, that's what I'm saying. We don't know what's going on inside. It could be being fixed inside. It's fixable. I think it's I think halfway through the season. No, well, no not starting one and two. No, 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 no I'm saying fixable. we're not going to see the results on Saturday right, right now. We're not going to see all the results on you Saturday. You just got mad because of the results. Of course, you're not yes, going to see the results the on Saturday. Yes, because the mid-game adjustments have been yeah, inconsistent, again, and, 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 and I'm frustrated with that. Game too. management has not been good, and I'm frustrated with that too. But being like, oh my gosh, like everything is falling apart. What give, like what? How are we Ooh, there to judge the wins and losses? When's the last time Nebraska made a bowl game? Like, why, what? Like, what? What are we doing here? I think people have gotten way too happy and and okay with just like Mickey doing this well. Like, if Mickey would have gotten blown out against Minnesota, that's one thing. The fact that this team can even show up and being competitive is a miracle. I don't care. It's it's a miracle. Right, I don't so, think it is because they they've been competitive. They were competitive last year. They, they were lost. the best three-win team they in the lost nation to last year. Western. They were the best three-win team in the nation North last year. Your has words. one win. Last year, yes. To start out this, this year, they've been in. They've been in damn near. Ev- they've been in every game at, Wait, outside of the Oklahoma game. Look at how bad it was. Literally, you barely got by against North Dakota. Northwestern's only win this season against Nebraska, and then on top of that, you lose to Georgia Southern at home under the lights. This team is an absolute shambles. The fact that they can even compete with Minnesota is incredible. I think just the difference. And we got, we got yeah, a I was, was, was going to say, do you guys want to get to Jeff? Have us get to, we'll Jeff, get to Jeff, or you want we'll to, to take him in your show? Yeah, we'll get to Jeff. All right, let's go and bring in Jeff. All right, Jeff, what's on your mind, man? Hey, thank you. Hey, I want to know who hired Whipple. I don't believe that Scott did. And in the Illinois game, Am I right or am I wrong? Didn't Mickey say at halftime that they were going to come out with more of a running game, and then we didn't? It was, and I've also been, huh? In, in the oh, Illinois in the Illinois game, he came out saying in the second half or post game, I should say that they went with Chubba Purdy in the second half because they felt like down ten points, they needed to pass. Uh, be they needed to throw the ball to get back into the game. I just I I've been to the home games this year. Mm-hmm. 
And I really would like to see, of course, this isn't going to happen, Whipple not here, and Mickey and Ron Brown call the offense. I don't think that Whipple's doing what's in the best interest of the team or Mickey Joseph. Yeah, appreciate it, Jeff. Appreciate the phone call. All right, we got a minute left. Um, let's go ahead, and we will get out of here. Uh, once a reminder, Husker men's basketball plays tonight, 7 p.m. against Maine. Uh, Stricky will be on the uh, call on, B- on Big Big Ten Plus, so make sure you tune out or tune into uh, Strick on Big Ten Plus if you're not heading down to PBA. Um, I'm excited for it. Let's hope balance scoring. That's, that's what I'm that's hoping. Kind of, kind of how we feel like balance scoring. Maybe not so many threes. Maybe better defensive uh, intensity. Get everyone and disciplined. Um, so let's hope for it. I want to see Oleg I, with 25 points. I, I don't. I don't want to see. I don't want to go through another coaching change. I don't want to go through a coaching change with men's basketball. Big fan of Fred Hoiberg. Just got to get it right. Um, that'll do it for us today on the block with Strick and Nate's coming up next. Uh, stick around for that one. I'm sure it'll be interesting. We'll be done for today. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. See ya. Adios.